slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price. Another spectacular stop. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Lots to talk about on today's show, but the big news, Anders Lee will undergo surgery. The Islanders will be without their captain for the rest of this season. That is a big blow for this team. We'll talk about the fallout on today's show. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So that is the big story. Anders Lee, the captain, out for the season. And how is this going to affect the New York Islanders? Lou Lamorello spoke about this on Wednesday, and we bring you the latest on that. We have a full preview of the first of three big games against the Philadelphia Flyers, and the Islanders really do need to do well in these three games. It's a pivotal stretch of the season as the Islanders are in the middle of playing a lot of the top teams in the East Division. We will preview the game and break it all down. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day and another look at what might happen at the trade deadline since the Islanders now know they will be without Anders Lee for the rest of the year. If you've got something Islanders-related that's on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss, please feel free to uh, email the show, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and tell us where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can follow me, uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and uh, I always live tweet during nearly every Islanders game, and I'll give you instant insight and analysis about what's happening on the ice. So that's the big news. The New York Islanders, without Anders Lee for the rest of the season, he will undergo surgery, and uh, that's it. No more Anders Lee. Their leading goal scorer, their captain, out of the lineup for the rest of the season. And, you know, the old expression in sports is next man up, but it may not quite be that simple. Uh, so far, Kiefer Bellows has come on, and he has scored three goals in three games since Lee's injury, but is he good enough to be the long-term solution at uh, on the top line for the New York Islanders at this point? And it's a delicate question. It really is, because it depends what you want to do. If the Islanders are really dedicated to going on a long playoff run, 
and maybe winning their long-awaited fifth Stanley Cup, they may need more than what Kiefer Bellows is able to give them at this stage of his career. Now, I get the feeling that uh, they'll give Kiefer Bellows a chance to show what he could do, and if he doesn't work, they'll look elsewhere to see if someone else can fill in on that top line. But at the end of the day, uh, at the trade deadline, I expect this team to be active and trying to bring somebody in. Now, Lou Lamorello addressed the media on Wednesday, and he did indicate that Lee should be ready for the start of next season. Uh, given the nature of the injury and the rehab process, uh, here's what Lou Lamorello had to say. Anders Lee will undergo surgery this week and will be out for the season. We feel he will be ready for next season. We have all indications of that, but certainly knowing the character and discipline of Anders and the rehab, that he will be so diligent and he will be ready for next season. So playoffs, no, not going to have Anders Lee. Surgery, rehab, and hopefully come September when training camp opens, he's ready. But here's what the injury to Anders Lee does for the Islanders. And this is, again, what Lou Lamorello had to say. We have cap room. And Anders being on the long-term injured reserve, whatever we can do to make ourselves better, we will be doing that. It certainly changes our focus. You lose a player like that, the role that he plays, he's our leading goal scorer. If we can get ourselves better, we will, but we will not do something just for the sake of doing it. We're now looking a little differently. And here to me is part of the uh, important thing, most one of the most important things that Lamorello said. You have to think beyond just this year when you make a decision. The cap is going to be flat next year. So any contract that you take on that is going to be more than one year is going to disrupt whatever you're doing next year. That complicates the matter without the cap increasing, but... It's the same for everyone. You always want to get a deal done as quickly as you can. This is certainly a different era as far as a year goes in regards to quarantine and types of protocol and COVID. So there are lots of extenuating circumstances that will go into any and every decision that I make. So at the end of the day, uh, Lou Lamorello, known for his patience, usually not the kind of guy who rushes into making a trade or a deal or a signing. You know, you've heard me talk on this show earlier that I think that the Islanders, even if Lee would have been healthy, weren't going to make a deal to add some offense to this roster until close to the trade deadline because of cap reasons and because, you know, Lou Lamorello wasn't in a rush. I think the injury to Lee depending on how the Islanders do in these next three games, for example, against Philadelphia, uh, will speed up that timetable a little bit. And unless the Islanders make a trade within the East Division, there are some extensive COVID protocols that may cause a longer delay after a trade is made before that player can join the team. From what Lou Lamorello was saying, it looks like a rental player is a real possibility. 
that the Islanders will go out and try to sign somebody who will finish out this season but may not be part of the team's long-term plans. So we have to see uh, what Lou Lamorello is able to do, but I get the feeling that he believes this team is capable of a long playoff run and possibly even a championship, and if there is a deal that he can make to further that goal at the trade deadline or even before the trade deadline, look for Lou Lamorello to find a way to get that done. We've got a lot more to talk about on today's show. We have a Islanders draft pick who may be coming over from the KHL. We'll talk about that. We have a full preview of tonight's game against the Flyers and our Islanders birthday of the day. A lot more to get to on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islanders fans, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The football season may be over, but you've got the NBA and the NHL in full swing. And hey, March Madness starts this week. So uh, maybe you want to get in and put a little extra action on March Madness. Or you could take your knowledge of the Islanders and use it to make a few extra dollars on the side. BetOnline even covers things like awards, TV shows, and reality TV, and they'll give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate in all bars. But now it's time to figure out which Built Bar is the best. Yes, it's Built Bar Madness. And today's matchup features coconut brownie chunk against lemon almond cheesecake. And you got. Some great choices here. Coconut brownie chunk. You got the the coconut and the nuts and the chocolate brownie and lemon almond cheesecake. I mean, almonds, always tasty. The lemon has a nice, smooth, bitter flavor to it. Cheesecake can't go wrong with that. It's a tough choice, and it's up to you to decide the winner. Go to BuiltBar.com or at Built underscore Bar on Twitter to place your vote today. Remember, use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar ever. Betting on the Islanders doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. So, in addition to the Anders Lee injury situation, the Islanders are going to be looking for some scoring help. And, you, again, you're looking at players with expiring contracts as a first choice 
for Lou Lamorello because if he adds something more than that, quite honestly, he is going to be in a situation where he has to either bury another contract uh, in the minors or on the long-term injury list, or more realistically, he has to trade away another player in order to reach that goal. So it's a, it's a fine line. And the advantage is this. The cap situation is the same for every team. If the cap is flat, the Islanders are just like everybody else. They're fighting to stay under that cap. There's not a lot of wiggle room. And one thing the Islanders do have that I think will be included in any deal, and I know a lot of fans on Twitter are hesitant about this, but first or second round draft picks, I think right now, become more valuable to teams because you don't have to pay those players yet. And, you know, you got to figure the Islanders' first round pick, let's say, would be toward the end of the draft, uh, toward the end of that first round, assuming the Islanders continue to play well. And if you're drafting a player 28th overall, let's say, or 30th overall, they're not going to start in the NHL right away. And if they are, they're under a entry-level contract. You don't pay them a lot of money. That means that these draft picks, with the cap squeeze being what it is, they become even more valuable for a lot of teams. And it is very possible that the New York Islanders trade some of those picks and try to get a player and maybe... You trade a number one pick, somebody takes an Andrew Ladd or a Thomas Hickey or a Leo Kamarov off your hands, and you're able to also add a player who can help the Islanders overcome the loss of Anders Lee. It is a fine line, but you get the feeling that that is probably the most logical explanation that the uh, Islanders have. Now, another piece of news uh, coming out right now is that the Islanders may be able to add Anatoly Golishev. And right now there are talks, according to Lou Lamorello, to bring Golishev over from the KHL to North America. Now, the Islanders drafted him back in 2016, early in the fourth round, and he has spent the last eight years playing in Yekaterinburg of the KHL. But earlier this week, he terminated his contract with that team. And that's one of the first steps in bringing him to North America. Now, uh, this past season, Golishev had 12 goals and 27 points in 53 Games, he has 208 career points in 368 career KHL contests. So, uh, you know, this is a guy, you got to figure that the KHL is a slightly lower scoring league than the NHL, and the Islanders may be able to bring him over on uh, a deal and see what he can contribute. And here's what Lou Lamorello had to say about that yesterday. He does want to come over to play and see what he can do. The first step was him terminating his agreement with his KHL team. We will speak to him and see what his thoughts are. There is a chance he will be coming over. 
So, uh, not committed to it, but definitely leaving that door open for Golishev. And look, maybe Golishev is the kind of guy who can add something to this team. However, you got to figure he may need to spend a little time in the AHL to adjust to the North American game. And obviously, you bring someone over from overseas, there are COVID protocols that have to be followed. So Golishev can possibly help this team toward the end of the season, uh, maybe in the playoffs also, but not a short-term answer to the Islanders' problems. But look, here is a guy who is, you know, at 26, in the prime of his hockey career. He's been a decent goal scorer in the KHL, and maybe he can add a little zip to the Islanders' lineup if he does come over. So we will keep an eye on that situation as it develops, and of course we'll tweet if there is any breaking news. We've got a lot more to cover on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day and a preview of tonight's game against the Flyers. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by your friends at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his or her computer, choosing only the brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. they got everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and it'll be delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Islander fans, you can get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and this this one always breaks my heart. Want to wish a very happy 44th birthday to former Islanders defenseman, Zdeno Chara, the six foot nine, two hundred and fifty pound Slovakian, was drafted by the Islanders in the third round back in 1996. Started playing on the island in 1997-98. Stayed four seasons with the Islanders, but was traded after the 2000-2001 season and went on to what is inevitably going to be a Hall of Fame career first with Ottawa and then with Boston. Now he is a Washington Capitol. He is a Stanley Cup champion, a captain, a leader, and just a difficult player 
to play against even at this stage in his career. And I, I remember uh, attending an Islander game as a fan when Chara was a rookie. And he was not active in that game. And he went, uh, they had a little table set up uh, where you could talk to him and uh, get an autograph. He was signing. Well, he was standing up behind the table. And, I mean, the guy was like a foot taller than I am. It was unbelievable how big. At that point, he still didn't shave yet. But uh, hard to believe that a guy that big can move as well as he does and play as well as he has. He has been uh, one of the greatest defensemen of his generation. And like I said, a future Hall of Famer. We're going to revisit the very first goal of Zdeno Chara's NHL career, January 29th, 1999 at the Nassau Coliseum. The Coyotes come to town. Back then, it was the Phoenix Coyotes. They had Jimmy Waite in goal, the Islanders countering with Tommy Sallow, and it was Phoenix getting on the board with two first period goals, one by Daniel Briere, one by Bob Corkum, and quickly it was two to nothing in favor of the Coyotes. In the second period, Barry Richter got the Islanders on the board, his fourth from Sergei Nemchinov and Mark Lawrence, and it's two to one. But early in the third period, the Coyotes take a 3-1 lead on a goal by Bob Corkum, his second of the game. Trevor Linden got the Islanders back less than two minutes later to make it 3-2. But Greg Adams, his 11th with just about 5.38 left in the game, made it a 4-2 lead for the Coyotes, and it looked bad. But Late in the game, Zdeno Chara, his first goal of the season, his first goal of his career from Ziggy Palfi at 16-14, pulled the Isles to within one, and then Robert Reichel ties it with less than two minutes left, Brian Smolinski and Zdeno Chara with the assists, no goals in overtime, this one ends in a 4-4 tie, Tommy Salo, 31 saves for the Islanders in this one for Chara, Almost 22 minutes of ice time, four shots on goal, a goal, and an assist to pace the Islanders' attack. So we wish Tommy, uh, Zdeno Chara, rather, a very happy 44th birthday today. Big Z, uh, one of those players that the Islanders let get away, and it was a big mistake. One of the many Mike Milbury trades that have people shaking their heads all these years later. Meanwhile, the Islanders all set now to take on the Philadelphia Flyers three games in a row against the Flyers in what promises to be an important matchup. And you look at this Flyers team, right now they're 14-9-3. They are 11 points behind the Islanders, but yeah, they have four games in hand, so they can make up a lot of it. And you know, if you're the Islanders, you got to get at least three points out of these three games. I'd like four or five, uh, but you got to get at least three. And we'll see if they can do that. One area that it's important to address in this game, the Flyers' penalty kill is 26th in the league. They are uh, allowing goals roughly 26% of the time, 259 percent of the time on the power play. Now, look, we know the Devils had the worst power play, uh, penalty killing rather, 
in the league, and the Islanders' power play was unable to do anything against them. They did get a power play goal in the game on Tuesday uh, against Washington. Maybe, hopefully, that is a sign of better things to come for the Islanders' power play. And again, with Anders Lee out of the lineup uh, and not able to be in front of that goal, you know, Brock Nelson tried to do that job a little bit. Mixed results. Maybe Matt Martin is a good guy to put in front of the goal to distract the goalie and battle for position and rebounds and tips. We'll see what Barry Trotz has in mind. As for the Flyers, you look at their lineup. They have two quality goalies. Uh, Brian Elliott and Carter Hart. Hart struggling a little bit this year, however. Uh, a 3.62 goals against average and an 8.84 save percentage. Not really getting it done. James Van Riemsdyk leading the Flyers with 13 goals and 29 points. Joel Farabee right behind him with 12 goals and 24 points. And then you have your Claude Giroux and your Jakub Voraceks who uh, give the Flyers plenty of firepower. If we look at the lineup combination, Sean Couturier, the top-line center, with Van Riemsdyk and Farabee on either side of him. Kevin Hayes centers the second line, Scott Lawton and Travis Konecki on either side of him. Claude Giroux now on the third line, Jakub Voracek and Nolan Patrick are his wingers. Tells you how deep this team is. Connor uh, Bunneman is the fourth-line center with Michael Raffel and Andy Andrioff on his wings. The defensive pairings, Ivan Provorov and Justin Braun are the top pairing, followed by Travis Sanheim and Philip uh, Myers, and Robert Hag and Eric Gustafson are the third pairing. We talked about the two goaltenders that they use, Carter Hart and Brian Elliott. Elliott been the better player over the course of the year. Meanwhile, Morgan Frost remains on the injured reserve for the Flyers. This is a, a, an important three games for the Islanders. This is where we'll start to get a real feel for how well the Islanders can carry on over the long run without Anders Lee. It is one thing to go out and beat teams like Buffalo and New Jersey. It's tougher when you're facing a Boston, a Philadelphia, a Washington Three games against the Flyers certainly have a lot of bearing on how well this Islanders team will adjust without their captain. Now, we'll see how all of this goes. The Flyers are playing the Rangers, so it's a back-to-back -back situation for Philadelphia. The Islanders do have uh, a day off in between games, but uh, three games, the first two will be at the Coliseum, then the third game in Philadelphia. We will be back tomorrow to analyze that game and break it all down for you and to preview the weekend's action. So we'll have all that and a whole lot more on tomorrow's show. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.